And what we want to do is we want to be that person or that entity that people have to turn to when they do have, you know, issues and they need some support. Hi, everybody, and welcome to another episode of the Glam Reaper podcast. I'm your host, Jennifer Muldowney, a.k.a. The Glam Reaper. And on today's episode, uh, we are talking to the lovely Kim from Funeral Peer Support. I was very blessed and honoured to have been on their webinar or Zoom class, I think it's called, I guess. Um, well, she'll fill us in more later, but um, I was very honoured to be on that. Um, it was a really enlightening experience. Actually, it was really nice to share stories. But yes, without further ado, welcome, Kim. Thank you. Thank you. So good to be here finally with you. And- yes. We have met in person quite a lot recently. <laughs> we met at the New York State. We met at the National then Funeral Directors Convention. So yep. we've met in Vegas and we've met in, in Saratoga. And I was at Cana. Yes. So we were down in DC too. Oh my gosh. Oh my gosh. We were everywhere. So yeah, funeral peer support um, definitely gets my support. <laughs> um, I just think it's wonderful what you um, you guys are doing. And so I want you to share a sort of what that mission is like for with my listeners. So we've got obviously listeners from uh, funeral directors um, and funeral homes. We also have sort of, I call them Joe Vlogs on the street. You know, somebody who, like myself, until 15 years ago when I came into this industry, um, people who just are curious or whatever it might be. So we, you know, I'd love if you could explain what your mission is to them. No problem. So um, funeral professionals, peer support, we are a worldwide group, um, which has been wonderful. Um, both here, well, started in Canada, moved down to the U.S. We also have a group in Kenya. Um, currently, they meet, I think, like once a quarter, but uh, we have student group. And so we have a couple different meetings throughout the, throughout the month in different areas. And what we want to do is we want to be that, that person or that entity that people have to turn to um, when they do have, you know, issues and they need some support, whether it be at work or even at home or even, you know, any combination thereof. In today's world, support is something that some people don't feel like they have or have somebody that they can turn to. And especially in this profession with, you know, just all the stuff that we put on our own shoulders, a lot of times you can't go home and talk to your spouse is about it and everything because they really don't get what we do. You know, we're really the only ones that understand kind of the ins and outs of of everything. And, you know, if you don't have, you know, the support that you may need in the workplace, we are there for people to turn to. And, you know, we have a uh, call line set up where people can call if they're having any kind of issues, whether it be financial, emotional, you know, in, in their lives in general. Um, And this line is manned by um, a mental health professional, and it's 24-7, and you don't have to leave a message and call back. When you call the number, it is a mental health professional that is there to to help you. The whole scenario, it's, again, funeral professionals, so anybody that's involved in the funeral, funeral profession, so whether that be a funeral director or an embalmer or an apprentice or office staff, crematory workers, you know, cemetery workers, removal staff, crematory technicians, anybody that is within the industry is welcome to join us. 
you know, we have our monthly meetings that are free of charge. There's no charge. And um, as Jennifer mentioned, she was on one of ours. And we have a different topic every month that we that we kind of go through and address. And whether it be workplace issues that we may deal with on a day-to-day basis or just some interaction between all of us, um, you know, asking, you know, what do, what are your issues today? And we can be there. It's by peers and for peers. So the monthly meetings, there are, we do not have the mental health professionals in that meeting, but we are happy to guide folks if they need that guidance, where to turn. But, you know, that way you've got those people that are in the industry that know what you're doing and you may not have a support person at work or a mentor at work to be able to turn to and ask for advice or guidance. And we are there to be able to help, you know, help that person in that situation. So, yeah, it's great. It's incredible. And I, I came across this, your podcast, right? Podcast but, as well. Yeah. Stronger together. Yeah. So I came across the podcast a while, a while back and I also, um, I think I heard maybe it was Mike getting interviewed on Michael getting interviewed on uh, the Undertaking podcast maybe a long time ago. I think I was actually getting my nails done. That's usually what I do a podcast. But I remember being so moved by by what he was saying, and you know, it, it, I I put it sort of as I do with everything in my life, put it on my to do list to must research these funeral peer people, and um, you know, it took me a while, but. I eventually did um re- you know I did connect with you guys and yeah I just think it's it's so so important what what you're offering what you're doing and I mean I was honored and kind of couldn't really understand why I was I was going to be a guest on it but at the same time it's what's interesting is I've been asked to speak about um sort of mental health in the profession uh, a lot recently I'm actually flying home to Ireland um October 4th to speak at our trade show at home in Ireland about mental health and profession. And I am, and I'm very clear about this. Like I always say, I'm not an undertaker. I'm not a funeral director. You know, I, I'm always clear with that. And now I feel like I have to be clear. I'm not a therapist. I'm not a mental health, you know, provider in any way, shape or form. But I think it's just, and it's probably part of, I guess, just my personality is that I think it's, it's about opening up the conversations, you know, and you know, even even with what I do for a living, like the, the event planning and the celebrant stuff, even that, it's like when I where I'm on stage with that, it's it's not are you licensed to do X, Y, and Z? It's about opening the conversation. And, you know, at New York State I, I did a presentation. I was asked to do a presentation and I did it and it was amazing. And there was one guy in the audience um who sort of said, Well, I have to I'm a funeral director and I have to answer to, you know, the licensure and all that. Um, who are you to tell us? how to do funerals and I just thought this is negative Nelly (laughs) first of all you were first of all you were asleep through the entire presentation so who do you even get to even you know talk about this to me but I just thought I said that is just the antiquated attitude of I understand yes you do have to be certified and you do have to be licensed and all that sort of stuff and listen if that came into what I'm doing absolutely no problem I'll tick the boxes and do whatever I need to do but that doesn't necessarily make you the perfect funeral director just because you're book smart and you've passed whatever. And I'm always very crystal clear that I'm not a funeral director. And so with this new sort of thing, I'm just to me, I kind of consider myself just a facilitator of conversations. Let's just have the conversation. What harm does it do? But I did read something interesting um, on Instagram, as you do. <laughs> um, and it, it did kind of make me think, though. 
it was somebody who has had suicidal thoughts in the past, um, sadly, and they were kind of saying that, you know, death meditation and all sort of these, you know, contemplating death and in 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 different forms is something that she's like. She basically said, you know, it is not helpful um to be encouraging people to do that because for me that's detrimental to my health. And it made me think because I thought, hmm. Because that would be something that I would consider, um, you know, I'm actually writing my fourth book at the moment and it's actually about um, self-help. It's more about sort of people on the streets. It's not necessarily aimed at the funeral profession at all. It's more that I, having worked in this business for 15 years, I do think that the more if we contemplate the fact that this life, we one life we have is finite, whether you believe you'll go to the afterlife and all that, uh, it's neither here nor there. But, you know, that this is finite and that, you know, it just makes you love and live more, I think. I think it makes you love harder and it makes you do things that you maybe wouldn't normally do. Um, Because most people, after they leave the funeral of a loved one, they're kind of, they're a little bit more, oh my God, life is so precious. And that lasts like moments, maybe week, maybe, you know, a month if you're lucky and then it's back to normal and we're in the grind again. So I'm definitely a fan of contemplation of death, not in a heavy, heavy way, but this was sort of a different take on it um, that I was fascinated with because I thought oh my god you know is that something that we shouldn't be doing because it potentially is detrimental to other people's health but then I thought you know opening these conversations I think is is really the important part of it because you're giving people space to to say that to come to the table and say this isn't you know that's not really helpful for me but if it's not helpful for one person does that mean it shouldn't be done at all you know like for example if you've got a diabetes 2 drug okay, it doesn't work on half the population, but it works on the other half. Should it just never be created? <laughs> because that's what mental health is. It's a, it's a disease, really. Absolutely. And the whole, the whole idea of the peer support group was actually brought, out, brought on by Michael uh, Dixon, our founder, his, of his own mental health struggles and past traumas. And I'm not speaking out of turn because he, you know, he is very, very open with his past struggles and he was in that moment, you know, contemplating suicide and his saving moment was he said, you know, I'm going to call, you know, my doctor and, you know, if someone answers, then fine. You know, if somebody doesn't, then I'm going off and doing what I, you know, what I plan to do. And he said, you know, he said, and they never answer. He said, but I figured, you know, I'd call and see, you know, do it. Something was just told me to do that. And he called and somebody answered the phone. So that is what he wants for anybody else. And it doesn't have to be, you know, that drastic of a situation, but, you know, it could, you know, lessen that, you know, somebody getting to that and, you know, having that number to be able to call and say, I need help or can I just, you know, just somebody to talk to and, and everything. And again, you know, we understand what, you know, what we each go through on a day-to-day basis and, he didn't want anybody else to be in a situation where they needed somebody to talk and they had to leave a message because you don't know what would happen when the person turns and, you know, and hangs up the phone. So that was his motivation um, for the, you know, for the group. And, you know, that was only, that was in 2018 that, that he formed the group, I think is the official, you know, the official start. But so that was his, his motivation to begin the group and uh, I think it's you know it's definitely moving in the direction that he he wants to be he wants to be you know worldwide leader and we are making you know good strides towards 
Yeah, I mean, that's incredible. I never knew you were international. So um, do you have anybody in Ireland? <laughs> you might have. Yeah. <laughs> but I think he has been contacted um, by some people. So um, in different, I think Ireland and I think the UK, he's been contacted by people in those those countries. Yeah, obviously. Yeah. Why they're willing to go over and start the group in Ireland. There you go. There you go. Well, we had, um, we did have, we were trying to get Brian from undertaking the podcast to be sponsored to come over to talk with me uh, on stage at the funeral time, uh, trade, times trade show, but it didn't, it didn't come to par, which actually leads me to a pretty important question, especially nowadays. Um, although I feel like it was, it was always um, a topic of, of conversation. How do you, how is your, how is funeral um, peer support funded or how does that, you know, because it's a lot of time and a lot of dedication. Absolutely. I'm mean, currently, um, we are all volunteers, you know, on the, um, on the board, I guess the board, the, you know, the leadership team. Um, I'm classified as the U.S. director. Um, so we are all, we're all volunteers. Nobody is getting paid for, you know, for this organization. So any funds that we get are through donations. Um, we do have sponsorships available for, um, for companies or individuals if they would like to um, sponsor us because obviously, you know, we have things like the helpline, you know, they need to be funded. So through donations, um, we have had um, a couple of generous donations, which we're very thankful for. But, you know, as everybody knows, you know, the, the spigot can turn off and, you know, it, and it does run dry at times. So any donations, whether it be from an individual from a company, from, you know, from a larger company, small funeral homes. Um, we do have different levels available. You know, they can sponsor our podcast, um, things like that. So we do have different levels for higher entities to become um, sponsorships for us. Um, we also have um, what's called our, uh, in the U.S., it's called the Member Assistance Program. And that is um, it's $15 a month or $150 for the year. And what that includes is that helpline. So that helpline is available to you 24-7. It also includes, we do webinars, um, professional webinars, which um, we sometimes have continuing ed credits available with them. Um, so three of those available throughout the year for you to participate in. And with that membership, it's not only the person that takes the membership, it's their entire family. And it can be purchased on an individual level. Or as an employer, if you would want to, you know, provide a service like this to your employees, an employer can purchase them as well for all their employees and staff. Um, so, you know, it's and for that cost, those, you know, those that have had therapy in the past, you know, that $150 for, for a whole year, you know, one therapy session can be 150 And those, those calls, if anybody does make the call to that helpline, um, and there's no time frame on how long those telephone calls can last. They are there to be able to help you through the situation. And if they feel that you need continued help, they will assist you in getting you help in your local area. So, you know, so there's a lot, again, you know, it covers the family, it covers the individual. So for that cost, it's not, you know, it's not a lot to be able to, to provide a service like that for your employees yeah. or yourself. And, and I mean, everyone that's volunteering, they're all full-time funeral directors and well. So yeah. um, do you want to, is there a website, like a link that um, people can go to to maybe donate or if they've got more questions? We'll obviously leave all the links um, below. 
But yeah, if you can give us any information. Absolutely. Our website is um, www.funerals, so F-U-N-E-R-A-L-S, peersupport.com. That's our website, and there is um, information in there about sponsorship levels, and our emails are there to be able to contact us if you have any other questions, things like that, about sponsorships or the uh, member assistance program. And in Canada, they have, um, it's an e, it's called an EAP, but it's basically the same services as the MAP in the States. Yeah, so it's, they can all go right there, and they're welcome to, you know, contact somebody that's on the website or they can contact me directly whichever and I can point them in the right direction so I'm more than happy to help with anybody that would be interested in that so that's brilliant well thank you so much and um, please everyone check it out if you do have um you know some money to spare or you just feel like it's a great cause which it is um definitely check out the website or if you just want some more information um, as you guys know, um, I've said it enough times or I hope I have said it enough times, but sometimes it falls on deaf ears. I'm always here to to chat and to listen if anybody is feeling feeling whatever, whatever way. Um Same here. So yeah, and, and I've I you know, myself and the grave woman, um, we we put out a big sort of poster that if you ever see us at a convention, you know, we're recognizable usually. Um if you ever see us at a convention, never feel alone, always pop up and, and say hi. So I would definitely recommend everybody um, can pop into any funeral, the peer support booth whenever um, you see it at a convention as well. But our just our, our monthly meetings in the U.S. are the third Tuesday of every month. Um, the link is on the Kana website and the link never changes. So you can go to the Kana website to get our link for the monthly meetings in the U.S. Again, they're the third Tuesday of the month and they're at 8 p.m. Eastern time. Uh, yeah. Anybody anybody's welcome to join and um you know from across the country or beyond we get we do get people from canada in that one as well canada does have their own their own monthly meeting as well but i'm not positive on the date but it's all on the website as well so yeah so every, the third tuesday of every month which is easy enough to remember mm -hmm. uh, so that's amazing well thank you so much for joining us kim and we're going to leave all links below and yeah please don't be alone and this is a very, very important um, service for the funeral profession. And um, so I'm, I'm really thankful for, for your service. So Thank you. Thank you for your support. Oh, no, absolutely not a bother. All right. Um, well, thank you very much, Kim. And um, we'll wrap it up and we'll leave all the links for you guys below. So thanks, William. Thank you. Talk to you later. Bye.